Ray, you know what makes me happy? I think I do, but I want you to tell me. Our season three sponsor, Smoke Sessions Barbecue. Oh my gosh, that makes me happy too. Yeah, you know, we visited this place a while back for the first time, and every time we make a trip down to Texas, we go out of our way to go to Roy City, Texas. Uh, I mean, it's like, what, an hour uh, east of the Dallas-Fort Worth area? It is. It's not that far out of the way at all. It's right off of I-30. Yeah, and dude, this is... I, I don't know how to describe how great this barbecue is. The brisket, the turkey, the pulled pork. I, I I have yet to have anything that wasn't just really, really darn good, man. And I got to tell, tell everybody, Wednesdays, that's the key, right? We, uh, yes, there's something special every Wednesday, Mike. Tell them about it. It's it's the barbecue burrito. So, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's... This thing, I, I watched it on Instagram or on Facebook. Uh, I've, I've watched it for like a couple of years before I actually got there on a Wednesday because, you know, you and I usually pop in like on a weekend, but we finally got there on a Wednesday and I got to have this burrito and it is out of this world. No, I agree, dude. It's life changing. It's like, it's one of those burritos you don't realize will change the path of your life until you have it. And then the sun gets brighter, the clouds part, your belly gets full. And somewhere angels appear and just start singing to you. It's that kind of barbecue burrito. So Smoke Sessions Barbecue. Uh, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, They're in Roy City, Texas. They're about to open a brick and mortar, a new brick and mortar spot there in Roy City. You're going to have some great craft beer and some of the best Texas barbecue you've ever had. Check them out. Follow them. And when you're in the area, stop by and tell them. Mike and Big Race at you from Craft Beer Bucket List. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite craft beer review podcast. I am one of your hosts, Big as Ray Ray. On the other side of the Arkansas River from me is Mike. How you doing, Mike? Am, am I on the other side of the Arkansas River or am I not? Uh, from where I'm at in Tulsa, Oklahoma, yes, you are on the other side of the okay. Arkansas River in Cause, Arkansas. Because so. I'm on the south side of the Arkansas River. Well, that's the other side for me. <laughs> I'm just making sure you know which side of the Arkansas you're on. Uh, yeah, well, I'm on this side of the Arkansas are you sure of that? <laughs> no, <laughs> I am not. Oh, a, I'm, I'm not a geographical expert. So you know when you're eating nachos, um, and yeah. you know, like so you you got the you got the chips, you add the proteins and the cheese and the, right? the jalapenos and you know all that stuff, right? All the stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love nachos. So anyway, I, I did this the other night. I, I, I made some nachos and I, I put all the stuff on there. You know, me and the kids are having a great time making nachos. Especially right. because I get to use the, you know, what do you call cheese that isn't yours? It's nacho cheese. Nacho cheese, right? Yeah, so, so I get to use that. But <laughs> so, so we made a killer plate of nachos and uh, I'm, I'm digging in. I'm like, oh, this is so good, right? And then I got the chip that went right behind my front tooth and jabbed me right in the gum, right behind oh. my front tooth. Oh. I'm telling you, man, it's been like six days. It's so... I got to go back a little bit further. Okay. A little over a week ago. Uh, so today's a Monday. Yesterday, a week from yesterday, right? So like 
eight days ago. Uh, took the family out for pizza. We need to get out of the house. We went to pizza. We went to Hideaway Pizza in Conway, Arkansas. Okay. And because, uh, you know, we were just feeling like it, we ordered some fried mushrooms. So I, I the fried r- mushrooms were delivered, and everybody's grabbing one. I'm kind of waiting my turn. I snag one, and I, I just bite into it, right? I mean, I just... Ah, I know where this is going. Yeah. So the the hot oil or whatever the, whatever's in the mushroom that gets super hot, like squirts out on my lip and it blisters my dang lip. Yeah. So, you you know, I got that and like three days later I've got the nacho incident. Um, so, so I've had a bad run recently. So like today I was, um, what do we have for, uh, Oh, I made, um, egg, uh, egg and cheese and bacon sandwiches for breakfast for the kiddos right. and me. And I was making it and I, I used toast. So I toast the bread. Then I add the ingredients and I cut it, you know, it's great. And I went to go bite on it and like hit that soft spot on my gums behind my tooth. I thought I was going to die. Wow. You legit got beat up by food, Mike. Yeah. So, but you know, beer can't you do that. Beer. Yeah. Beer can't do that. <laughs> That's why beer's so be that's ca- why beer's better than food. Be careful that now I'm concerned that you're gonna open your beer can and there's gonna be like a weird thing with that pull tab. <laughs> where it's gonna get this weird sharp edge, and you're gonna take a drink and just like hacksaw through your lip or something. Yeah, I don't know. Man. I'm not it's, trying it's, to jinx you here. Yeah, thanks. But, I appreciate dude, that. Yeah, so yeah, so it's it's been it's been a rough week over here at the <laughs> with the nacho cheese the nachos and Jeez the man, I tell you what, it's been it's been it's been something. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm glad to be, you know, back here tonight with you to enjoy some beers and it's just going to be me and you tonight. It uh, is just the two of us, you know, it's uh isn't there a song? Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's, yeah, um, it's a good song. Yeah. So Ray, I mean, who are we going to give a shout out to this week on for social media stuff? Oh man. I love when we do the shout outs from yeah. social medias. Shout uh, out. So just on the Instagrams, I got to shout out the Women's Beer Collective. They've been following oh, yeah. a lot of our stuff lately. Lots of likes and whatnot. Um, how about that the, will be. How, oh, go, go ahead, ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say um, Texas Beer Babes. Uh, big shout out yeah. to them. They've been hitting hitting a lot of our posts as well. That's right. And so you know, a local brewery here where I'm at in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, which is a suburb of Tulsa. Uh, man, you know, you and I visited there towards the end of last year, uh, right after they opened. Uh, but the Nook Brewing Company, dude, oh, yeah. they like and post on our stuff a lot. So huge shout out to the Nook. Uh, I appreciate you guys uh, following us so closely on uh, the social medias. Yeah, man. Yeah, very good. Well, do you have one more for us? Uh, I'm going to pick uh, that will be 350. Um, yeah, it's another great one. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that will be 350, always hearting or liking our stuff, and we appreciate it. So, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's some good. That's, you know, that's a, oh, that was a good collection of uh, shout outs. No, absolutely it is. Yeah. So, so, Mike, we get, do we have another sticker giveaway this week? Yes. So, uh, we are giving away some stickers from Dreaming Creek Brewery out of Richmond, Kentucky. Yeah. There we go. Outstanding. You want to tell them how they can get that? Absolutely. So to get these stickers before we give them all away, 
you need to just send us a message. Drop us a line in our DM on Instagram, not Twitter or Facebook. We, we, we follow Instagram more closely than the other two platforms. But send us a message. Say, hey, I want some Dreaming Creek stickers. And we will send them out to you folks until they are gone. So, and of course, that is for seven days after this podcast airs. Uh, day eight will probably be out anyway, but uh, we'll be we'll be on a new set of sticker giveaways at that point. Yeah. yeah. So you have one week, one week. Yeah, and, and you know, shout out to these breweries. Uh, you know, that you know, provide these things so that we can uh, pedal them out. Yeah, I, totally <laughs> I don't know love if that's that. the right word, pedal them out. But yeah, you know, these these breweries are pretty cool, providing some uh, some giveaways and whatnot. Um, right. So, so I really appreciate it. Um, so anyway, yeah. So, uh, dreaming Creek brewery is going to be the sticker of the week. Um, so you, you want me to tell you about what beers we're drinking? Dude, I would love to, yeah, I already know them, but yeah, let's, let's talk about our, our lineup tonight. So, yeah. So we have a solid lineup. Solid. Uh, so the first beer that we're both going to try is have an ice day by lost 40. Uh, it's an IPA, which I thought you'd be uh, a fan of, right? Always. Uh, then you're going to be drinking Summerly from Pollyanna Brewing Company out of uh, Illinois. And then I'm going to be drinking a Belgian single, a Belgian single called Going Stag from Cabin Boys there in Tulsa. Uh, so we not only do we have a solid lineup, it's a pretty diverse lineup. I would. Say. I would have to agree. Yeah. So, so, um, a lot of beer styles, but you know, we, we we're keeping it in the central time zone this episode. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Three yeah, states. Yeah. Same uh, time zone. Illinois, Arkansas, Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. We go. So, yeah. Um, it, so yeah, uh, let's get, let's, let's get started on this. Uh, have a nice day. Let's do it. Yeah. Do, do you want to go first on the beer crack or do you yeah, want me to? I'll do that because I always suck at it in a, it's good that we follow up with one that's good. Okay. So here we go. Wow, that's pretty solid. Well, all right, cool. I don't know, like from my end, it sounds like you won that one. Uh, yours came through really good, man. That that yeah. may be a tie. I'll give it to you because you deserve to win one every now and then. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I'm, I took I'm a- pouring this in the glass. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm taking this one straight out of the can. Um, so definitely want to hear about the, I can kind of look in the can hole and see some color, but it's not quite the same. <laughs> look in the can hole. Look in the can hole. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, but I took Is that a what drink she already. Said? Um, I'm not going there. <laughs> not doing it. Nope. Avoiding I that couldn't, one. I couldn't help it. I, you know, I just, I was like, yeah, golly, look in the can hole. So, um, so anyway, Mike, this is an IPA. <laughs> <laughs> Caveat. Woo, getting out of that. Uh, uh, yeah. So. Hmm. It's kind of like a, a light copper color to it. Um, it's got a medium head. Pretty good lacing so far. Um, yeah. So, so this is actually a red IPA. So, you know. Yeah. You can you can smell, so I don't know about if you can smell, because uh, 
You got the COVID smells. Um, you could smell that pine in it pretty pretty easily from from my side of the things. Like no, you know I'm a golly four eight. No, I am ten weeks out from having recovered from COVID. Still can't smell. What if you just lost it forever? Then um, I would never smell my own farts, and that's not a bad thing. <laughs> um, uh, you can have a doctor uh, look in your can hole. Oh gosh, uh, yeah. I'm gonna call my my doctor. I'm like, hey, hey, um, can't no, I'm not going, no, I'm not doing that. Either. I need somebody to look in my can hole, please, sir. Uh, I think I got something wrong up in there. It's up in my can hole. So he won't know that I'm talking about a piney red IPA. He's <laughs> no, going to he think it's not. my keister. <laughs> not what's in my can. That's a different. <laughs> completely instead different of, can instead of a Instead of a red IPA, it's going to be. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. I think 2,000 people just turned off this podcast, Mike. Just, <laughs> just like that. Just gone. Yeah, gone forever. Yeah, I can't so wait. for those of it who remain, thank you for uh, enjoying our sense of humor. I appreciate yeah. all of you. Yeah. You started so, it, man. Give me a break. I, I, I did. I did start it. Um, you can't lead in with no doubt about can it. hole and not expect me to say something. <laughs> right? So, but dude, I want to talk about this beer, Mike. Um, yeah. You know, where, where I can't smell it. Talk about it. Um, um, as soon as you drink this, you know it's an IPA, and I love that. Um, lately, I've, I've been to a couple of breweries, and I sampled a good number of IPAs, and I can't say... Um, that about all of them that I had, like where they were delicious. Uh, they didn't live up to what I expect from an IPA. And this one from Lost 40, it's like, I know immediately I'm drinking an IPA and dang it, that's what I want. Um, I got hit up front with some of those citrusy notes and piney notes. But yep. what really rose above that were the hops. And it's like, yes, because I drink an IPA for the hoppiness. That's what my taste bros crave. I, I tell you what I so I, I think it's pretty good. Um, the the malt in this gives it a better uh, profile for me and gives it a better finish for me. So it's got, you know, it's it's got the uh, the caramel malts. So it's got a you know it's bringing that sweet in with that hop hoppiness. So, um, man, I'm 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 digging this. It tastes pretty good. Yeah, no, definitely. And I like I like a balance of the flavors. Uh, of course, you know, unless I'm drinking a, a double dry hopped IPA that's just like just crazy, you know, hoppy, you know, hitting like the 100 IBUs or whatever. Um, I don't think this one hits near that high. So when we were looking, uh, looking this beer up, I don't recall seeing the IBUs anywhere for this, but I would guess this is around 50. Um, so really? it's still nice, nice and hot forward. Yeah. I would not. You think it's probably more than that? No, I'd put it a little bit lower than that. Lower? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not the hop connoisseur, so I'm going to defer to you. Mm. In my mind, this is not that hoppy. I, I mean, I'm getting the taste. It's just not punchy in the mouth. Yeah. That, that's that what, that's what I mean with the balance, though. Yeah. Yeah. So it has other stuff in there to kind of chill it out a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got some nice grape grape fruitiness if that's even a word yeah no um, but devil with that citrus i'm picking out grapefruit uh, which is fairly common but i enjoy that 
uh, adds a little little bit of bitterness to the citrusy. And I think that pairs well you know, with the malt and the hops. Um, this finish is really kind of dry. And uh, I like that too. Yeah. It makes me want to keep drinking more, which I'm sure is the point. Yeah. I mean, well, I am. It's uh yeah, it's like I get done with the drink, it's like I I'm thirsty again. I need another drink. Like, hmm. So I, I really like the mouthfeel on this. So to me, it's got a you know, as far as the initial mouthfeel, it's it's got kind of a creamy uh, a creaminess to it a little bit. I, I don't know if creaminess. It's 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 a little bit more silky than I expected. Uh, right. So I I'm not gonna say creaminess is the right word. Um, so it's a little bit silky. It's really smooth on the tongue. And then uh, it, it follows with the, the the a good balanced carbonation to it, right? So, yeah. So no, I'm with you. This is very clean, and I was thinking about the mouthfeel because it does. This isn't a beer with lactose, right? Uh, but it has a similar mouthfeel to to some of the beers out there that do. And I think that's something else that's going to make this more enjoyable for I me. Mean, I'm really enjoying this, but I think this would, this IPA would speak to a lot of folks that might not be a hop head. So I think grapefruit is the, the primary hoppiness aspect that I get from it. Right. Right. Um, the smell is a little bit more pine and the taste is a little bit more grapefruit, um, overall. Um, so, I mean, at 6%, you know, this is a, this is a, a good middle ground. I mean, uh, I, I think this is going to be a good IPA for folks that uh, may not have wandered too far into the IPA world, right? So, like, right. if you're more of a lager, uh, amber ale kind of person, uh, I think this is a good first. This, this beer would be an easy first step into that arena. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and especially with the way IPAs are, have gone now, um, which is, you know, you know, the, the juicy, you know, all, all that stuff, right. The, the haze and the, the real punch in the mouth flavors, as I like to say, this is dialed back some. And I think it's, I, I think it's really good, man. I, I, I you know what? I, I really like this beer. So, you know, lost 40 there in Little Rock, um, you know, kudos on this beer. I think this is a, this is, a, you know, what's funny is I had this in my beer fridge and, uh, cause I gave you one, uh, or two, I'm not sure. And then, uh, I've had it sitting there waiting for this day and thinking, all right, well, here we go. Uh, cause a lot of these IPAs and I don't necessarily agree. You know, people say this is a great IPA and I have it. I'm like, eh. But this one, this one came as a recommendation and Hey, kudos, kudos. So where I agree with it, you know, me, I'm an IPA guy. We've been talking about this for, you know, two seasons and we're well into the third now. Like this is my go-to style of beer. Um, I like IPAs and so far I really like this beer, but what confuses me is the can art. Um, okay, but why? It's called it's called Heaven Ice Day. But when you look at it, the can art is orange and black, 
it looks like something's on fire in the distance. Which doesn't match what it is. It's like when you hmm. edit a photo, you know, you, you edit your temperature, you have a cool and you have a warm. Right? This is really leaning far to the right on the warm colors when it's having ice day. Like, why didn't they cool this off? This can reminds me of heat and warmth, which is the opposite of the name. That honestly throws but, me off. But, 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 but maybe that's... So I'm going to actually... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to devil's advocate here. Is sure. I, I think maybe that's the entire point is, you know, down there at the bottom, uh, it kind of looks like a fire maybe, but maybe the side of a mountain in orange. Um, and then it works up into the, you know, the, um, orange flannel at the top of the can. Um, maybe that's kind of the point is to have like that, you know, that warm feeling on a cold day. Right. And let's face it, whether it's beer or another adult recreational beverage, you know, when you're, you know, you get that nice warm feeling in your tummy tum when uh, it's nice and cold out and you drink a adult beverage, right? Oh, sure. No, so, that makes sense. And I'm not, I'm not it's not like it's bad can art. It's not, it's not ugly. I think it's well-designed, well put together. Um, but that was just me. And I'm yeah. not saying that my opinion is correct or the one everyone has to go with. That's just me. And so it makes I, sense what you said there. It does. Yeah, it's like, let's yeah. warm it up and have a beer to, you know, yeah, let's warm you up on a, on a cold day. To, it to it's me, an Arkansas winter IPA. Yeah. To me, it just seems a little busy, you know, so. No, that's fair. Like, for example, you're looking at the the, the logo. It says Little Rock, Arkansas, Lost 40 Brewing, Seekers, Finders, right? Above that, it says Little Rock, Arkansas at the, at like right. the, the headliner of the, the top liner of the can. And then, you know, small batch projects, have a nice day, Arkansas Winter IPA, a Piney Red IPA. Uh, you know, you know, and then, so there's just a lot going on there. So maybe that's the, for the can art, I can say it just, to me, it seems a little busy. Yeah. It's too many words. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't mind the color. Uh, you know, it does on my can, it looks like there's t- some different colors of orange, some, some different, different tones or whatnot. Right. Um, so I don't know if that's intentional or not. Um, but also on my can unit. So does yours look black or blue, the background? To me, it... So, you know, we have a photo of this in the show notes, and that looks pitch black. Yeah. But when I look at the can, it looks like a really, really dark green. That's what my rods and cones pick up. Yeah. That's what I was going to say, is mine looks like it's a, a, a like a real dark, heavy forest green. Yeah. But... Anyway, so I mean, yeah. So so anyway, you know, who knows? Um, and, you know, production is what it is. Maybe it's supposed to be dark green or maybe it was black at one point and it got changed. I think the dark green works better with the flanneling. But anyway. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, so what would you rate this beer? So I'm going to give this one a solid 8 out of 10. Uh, and for all the reasons that we've already talked about, I don't think I need to go into them again. Uh, solid IPA. It had, it's hot forward. I love that. Carbonation's on point. I like the mouthfeel. And uh, I think this is a, a sessionable beer because it is such a low ABV. You can have several of these and, and have a good time. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, solid eight out of 10 for me. I would definitely add this to my craft beer bucket list and recommend our listeners try this before they die. So I, you know, I'm going to follow that up also with an eight because that's exactly a number I was thinking as well. So, you know, and, and I think uh, it, it scores a little higher on my list because I think it's a little bit more approachable by the non IPA folks. So, so, you know, overall, I think kudos to lost 40 on this one. Um, yeah. who, by the way, you can find at lost 40 beer lost four zero beer. Check them out. Absolutely. They're nice folks. They yeah. like to make beer. They make good beer. So. Do you know what I like, Mike? Um, I, I have a long list. You want me to read off some stuff? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. No, what do you uh, like? No, I like it when you tell us uh, what song you would pair with this beer. Oh, you know, so, and I don't know, have you ever heard that song called Ice by Sarah McLaughlin? I have not. The ice is thin. Come on, dive in. Underneath my lucid skin, the cold is lost, forgotten. Okay, so it's not, I don't think, I don't know. I don't know how I ever found this song. Um, You know, Sarah McLaughlin's amazing talent. Um, So that's the song that first, like, because of the name, right? Obviously, but um, it's a really good song. It's called Ice. It's on um, uh, that fumbling towards some fumbling towards eternity album she put out, whatever that was called. Um, right back in I don't know, nineteen ninety four. Whenever I don't really know when it, when when it came out, but um, it's called Ice. It's really good. Uh, it's it's kind of a deep uh emotional song but anyway that's one i thought of so i'm gonna go sarah mclaughlin ice what about you so i'm going back to early 80s country um i want to say that um this came out in 1984 1985 maybe now the name of the album is roll on um and the band is called alabama no, not the same album. I'm going to retract that. Um, I think this, this song came up before that, and I forget the name of it. In any case, <laughs> it's a song from a band called Alabama, early 80s country, and it's Song of the South. Okay, why why Song of the South? It just popped in my head when I was drinking it. It's like, uh, maybe it has something to do with sweet potato pie, which is in the lyrics. <laughs> and uh, I'm not going to sing it because I, I don't want to lose another 2,000 listeners. Song, Song of the South. Sweet potato pie and I shut my mouth. Oh, God, I did it. Gone, uh, gone with the wind. Ain't nobody looking back again. See, you know it. But yeah, yeah I, I don't so. know. That, that song popped in my head and uh, I'm sticking to it. Ray, Ray, I've got something else for you, though. Oh, what's that? What do you got for me, buddy? Jesus Christ eating on a chicken wing. Oh my God, that again. <laughs> Jesus Christ eating on a chicken wing. Oh, they're just one of our last five listeners. It's just you and me now hearing these. Oh, crickets. Yeah. No, it's all good. We'll probably yeah, pick up a huge additional following with this. So, did you ever, now, I, I mean, I know I've been singing it in your ear for the last few recordings. Did you ever, did you look at that video? I, I did watch it. It's very unique. I watched that guy. So, so the, the the guy we're talking about, folks, is his name's Clownvis. So it's like a clown Elvis. It's Clownvis. 
And uh, my buddy James sent that to me and said, he goes, I thought you might like this. And I was like, what the heck is, what is, what is this? So, but I've been watching it. Uh, he does live streams on like YouTube and Instagram and all that. And I've caught a couple of them and they're pretty darn entertaining. So I, I, I got to give him that. I, you know, right. if you ever do your live streams again, uh, you got to pick up. You got to pick it up. I do, definitely. I that know. way I can compete with that guy, I guess, right? Clown bus. It's pretty, dude, I'm telling you. You should just, I don't know. The other night, I was like, it started at like 9 o'clock, and I was like, you know what? I don't have anything else going on. Let me watch it. I'll watch it for until I get bored, and then I'll go to bed. And I end up watching it for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. It was it was a good time. got sucked in. Yeah, it was a good time. So anyway, I know we need to get to a break. Um, do you want to, uh, yeah, let's go to a break. How about that? Uh, yep. We'll be right back. Okay, folks. Well, before we say that, I want to tell them what we're going to have, right? Oh, oh, sure. Okay. We're not yeah. going to a break yet. Tell it, tell us what we'll be drinking uh, we after we get teaser. back. Yeah. When we get back, we're going to, we're going to break out the Pollyanna Summerly. You are, and I'm going to have the Belgian single, the cabin boys going stag. So, oh, so snap. that's what you got to look forward to here in about 30 seconds. Yep. Hey, this is Big Ray, and I am proud to announce another one of our Season 3 sponsors, Dronicle LLC, based right out of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Dronicle is one of the premier aerial photography and videography companies that you'll find in all of Northeast Oklahoma. From high-resolution stills to 4K quality video, find Dronicle on Facebook.com slash Dronicle, D-R-O-N-E-O-C-L-E. If you don't need any drone work done, Give them a follow, like their work, and tell all your friends, dude, Dronicle sponsors my favorite craft beer podcast, Craft Beer Bucket List. And welcome back. Thanks for hanging out with us through that nice sponsor break. I surely, I sure, I tried to say surely and certainly at the same time and almost use a daddy word, Mike. <laughs> OMG. So I certainly do appreciate Dronicle for supporting season three of the podcast. Anyway, enough of that. I am ready to dive in to my Summerlee, my wheat ale with raspberry from the Pollyanna Brewing Company out of Lamont, Illinois. And I'm excited for you to try this going stag beer from Cabin Boys out of Tulsa. Yes, um, sir. You want to open your can first this time? Oh, sure. Yeah, I didn't expect you to say that. I will. Sh- I shall take you up on that invitation. Do it, you bro. Ready? And yeah. let's do this. Wow. Is that? Is that pretty good? Rock solid. Yeah, that was that was incredible. So I I can't follow that up very well, but I'm going to try. Mm. I think Meat I won sauce. that one. Yeah, easily. Hands down you got that one. So I, I got a I got a one question quiz for you. Mm. Yeah, what you got? Okay, so you know the the sitcom Friends, this TV show? Yeah. There's a guy on there, his name's Chandler. What's his last name? I have no idea. It's the same name as Microsoft's new search engine. I, I still don't know. I don't use Microsoft search engine. I don't either. Nobody does. That's why nobody knows the name. It's Bing. B-I-N-G. Bing. That's not new. That's been out for almost a decade. Uh, well, nobody uses it, so it's worthless. But, yeah. I'm like, man, Bing's been out for a hot minute. I didn't realize that was his last name. Yeah, isn't that dumb? Hmm. Oh, okay. 
So yeah. I'm 0 for 1 on the one question quiz tonight, Mike. <laughs> I got one more for you. Ready? Yeah. What was what was the very first state in the United States of America? Canada. Give me a break. <laughs> um, the very first state I would. So that's tough because the, the oldest city is in Florida, right? Uh, St. Augustine. Okay. But the first state. I like talking to my kids. I'm like, what color are you wearing? Well, if I was wearing a different shirt, it would be red. Right. So I'm trying to talk myself. I should know this. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to guess Massachusetts. It's not. It's Delaware. Delaware. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, I've got some. I I have some other ones that I wrote down uh, that I thought were pretty good. So anyway. Yeah. So that's that's crazy. <laughs> you know, we got Plymouth Rock in Massachusetts, where you know where the the Pilgrims landed. Yeah. We have the oldest city in Florida, but the first state is Delaware. That tiny little nugget. Yeah. It. Um, yeah. You know what else is from Delaware? Joe Biden. Oh, is he? I think he was born in Delaware, wasn't he? I don't know. I, I was. You were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say no, and I was like, me neither. Oh, let's see. I'm, I'm googling this on my. I'm, I'm, I'm saying this, Mike, just to, for a conversation we had before we started. <laughs> I'm looking this up on my iPhone. What? If Joe Biden's from Delaware? Yeah. I got another interesting one for you, but I'm. Uh, I was wrong. He was from uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's, uh, yes, Scranton, Pennsylvania. How many times did we hear that leading up Scranton. to the election? As soon There's as a... I read that, Scr- Scranton. Yeah, duh. It's okay to be. I mean, not everybody can be right all I the was, time. I was wrong. Yeah. So yeah, have you? So tell us. You're drinking the Summerlee, which is a raspberry wheat ale, so from Pollyanna yes. Brewing at a Lamont, Illinois. Where, where the heck is Lamont, Illinois? Well, well, I still have my iPhone in my hand. Let me tell you. Sorry for the pause in our speaking here. I am busy hey. typing. Yeah, so Pollyanna Brewing Company. You can find them at Pollyanna Brewing or at Pollyanna. Anna underscore brewing underscore company. So this is a, you know, this is a beer that they have uh, fresh raspberries for. They get a lot of them, like hundreds of pounds. Right. Um, it's made for the summer. Oh my God. So I know it's your beer, but the, the way I just said summer made me think of, um, oh, who's the snowman on uh, Frozen? Olaf. Olaf, yeah. So when Olaf is singing that song about summer. Right. Yeah, that's what I thought of just now. Right. So, no, that's good stuff, Mike. Yeah. But I just looked up Lamont, Illinois. Yeah. And uh, you lived in Illinois for a while. You should be familiar, I'm guessing. But it's right off of I-55, kind of between Joliet Joliet. and the, the western edge of the Chicago metro. Okay. So if, I mean, if fifty-five doesn't run through Jolly yet, right? Yeah, um, but that's like, unless you know Romeoville or Bolingbrook, it's really oh Bolingbrook, fifty-five from Bolingbrook, yeah, 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 yep, cute little place. So that's uh that's where Lamont is. All right. So and this is a a, a beer that Beer Babe just turned me on to. Oh uh, yeah. So got to give a shout out where it's due. 
So, yeah. but first impression is th- this is a fantastic summer beer. Uh, yeah. I feel like I'm drinking it a little early in the year. I mean, you can have beer whenever you want, but this is <laughs> would be great for chilling outside on a hot summer day. This is a total deck yeah. beer. <laughs> you can have beer whenever you want. Right. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> do what I want. Uh, but but you know what I'm saying, right? Like I, I'll yeah. drink stouts year round, but I really don't want an Imperial stout when it's 110 degrees outside. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't, but this is a beer I don't want when it's freezing outside because it, this is summertime. This is summertime in a can with raspberries. What does it look like in your uh, can hole? Uh, well, it's dark. And that's all I can see. So this comes in a 16-ounce can. And uh, I think it's just chewing up all the light that's entering this tiny oval hole. That can hole was a black Seven. hole. Oh, God. That sounded so bad. This tiny oval hole. I need help. <laughs> I need so much help, Mike. This, this is going to be the NSFW uh, episode of our podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. This is yeah. definitely not safe for work. Yeah. Uh, but, dude, this, it, this is a really just an enjoyable beer it, it's so light right I, I usually expect a little more punch out of a a wit beer or a wheat beer yeah um, but this is so incredibly light overall uh, i mean it's you know 4.8 percent abv only 13 ibus so it's really on the low end of everything but it's got a nice grassiness about it uh maybe some of course it's got raspberries but it has like a nice juiciness about it yeah. Right. Like like fruit juice. Uh, it's got some nice lemony or, or citrus notes in here. Um, it's a little floral. You know, so I mean, it's just everything you want when you're chilling out in summer. Like this is such a crushable, sessionable beer. Um, I'm really, I'm really enjoying it, Mike. So it it doesn't have a lot of those big, you know, punch in the tongue flavors. Yeah. You know what I mean. This yeah. is just a chill, easygoing beer. So yeah. speaking of chill, easygoing beers, I'm going to break in with mine. Do it. Tell, tell us so, about the Going so, Stag. Yeah. So Going Stag is a Belgian single at a 5.2% by the folks down there at Cabin Boys Brewery there in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know, almost every time I say Oklahoma, and I, and I can't help it, I want to say Oklahoma. <laughs> right I, I don't know like I, I heard a joke one time about Oklahoma and Arkansas and, uh, and the Arkansas one didn't you know didn't stick with me but Oklahoma just did Oklahoma yeah because yeah. how much ochre do we eat in Oklahoma like seriously it's a staple here yeah and it grows so well it's like a dang weed so Cabin Boys Brewery uh, going stag the Belgian single this is a smash so it's a single single malt single hop uh, Trappist L. So I'm going to say, man, this, this is, I don't like, this is a beer that you could have in a, this is a very multi-occasion beer. So it drinks. So first of all, I, I poured it in a glass. It's got a very, um, like a, a, I would say pale, but bright gold. Uh, it's very, it's very transparent. Like uh, it's, it's got a little bit of a, maybe it, I'm not going to say it's watered down, but like a watered down gold color, but it's pretty, pretty bright as well. Um, 
you can smell, uh, I don't know, like it's, it's got a, like a, there's a little bit of a, I can't, I'm trying to think about what the right thing to say is for the smell. Well, anyway, it tastes delicious. <laughs> so it's got a, it's got a, it's got a very, very light, uh, maltiness, uh, to it. Um, and that with that, with that comes a little bit of that sweet maltiness. Um, but I, I'll tell you what this reminds me of. What's it remind you of? Champagne. Hmm. Super bubbly. It's not, no, it's not super bubbly. I'm just talking about like the flavor, right? Um, uh, okay. Fair enough. It's kind of got that, that, that dry champagne type, uh, body to it. It's, it's, I mean, it's got good carbonation to it and the body is, uh, medium to full body. But very I mean, nice. It's, yeah. It's got, it's got some citrus aspects to it. I'm trying to pick out the different stuff. It's got a good spice to it, you know, like a good Belgian wood. So this is an award-winning beer too, I think, right? Yeah, so yeah, I should have said that. It won the silver medal uh for a specialty Belgian uh to 2020 GABF. Wow. And I can see why. This is this is really this is really good. Um so overall, it it's it's the reason I like it is because it it does have that spiciness to it. It's got some some citrusiness aspects, right? And uh it, it again it, it kind of reminds me of a of a the flavor of more of a dry champagne um so uh so you know the 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 belgian single is not a super popular style so it's kind of interesting to me that you know uh, cabin boys picked up on this and they made it um i like it a lot So, uh, and I'm just curious, this is not the, the same style as much, but you and I have both had the Bearded Theologian from Cabin Boys, which is a Belgian quad. Yeah. And uh, I know I really enjoy, I think that's my favorite beer from Cabin Boys. But as far as how good it is, how does it compare to that? Uh, so, you know, the Belgian quad is going to be, uh, I think it's going to be, you know, the, the sugary maltiness is going to be a little bit ra- more ratcheted up. Um, I guess that's the only way I could really describe it. Um, no, I know they're two you know, different styles. I'm just saying it's a sure. really good beer. Is this oh, beer oh, oh, oh. for its style as good as the Belgian quad for its style? So I, I tried to, I tried to find, um, you know, looking at a couple of different places where I log what beers I've had, um, if I've ever had a Belgian, so I've, I've heard of, I know Allagash makes one, I believe that I've never had. And I can't, so anyway, I couldn't find out if they've ever had anything, uh, of this style, which is why I was right. excited to try it. Right. Sure. Um, so I, I don't, as far as comparing it, I don't know it. I'll, I'll say what I like. I really, I really like this beer. Uh, in fact, I'll, I'll say right up front, I'm going to give it, uh, a nine out of 10. Um, Whoa, that's a gate. huge score. Yeah. I, well, I think, I think this is a, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I had a whole IPA just now and I followed it with this. So that may be swaying some of my taste buds, but 
man, this is right. this is on point. This beer is really good. Um, so I, so, so I don't know. Like I don't know how you are, but I'm always like super um, skeptical when beers win awards. I'm like, all right, all right, whatever, you know. Sure. Um, it's it, a lot of them totally deserve their awards. I'm not trying to be mean or anything like that, but it's the skeptic in me. I'm like, all right, well, we'll see. Um, but this one's really good. Uh, so I am going to give it a nine out of 10, um, man, it's got, you know, this, this beer you could have while you're sitting on the lawn, uh, on your, uh, Adirondack chair chilling. This is a beer you could have out on the boat. This is a beer you could have grilling some hot dogs. This is a beer you could have while you're watching TV. Um, this is beer for all moments. Uh, it's got the right flavor. Um, it's not overly sweet or anything like that. So it's, it's really well done. So boom, boom, boom. I say it's really good. So I like that, you know, I'm looking at our, at our notes here, Mike, and Uh I see that this is considered the Belgian uh, version or the, the lawnmower beer of the Belgian monks. Okay. Yeah. Um, And that's because the sessionable style does not get in the way of one's daily endeavors like the higher gravity Trappist styles uh, might do. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not going to be as high as the ABV and it's not going to be as, as heavy as of a beer. Right. Right. So you can, you can, yeah. yeah, Like when you're mowing the lawn, it's like, I don't want to drink a heavy beer. Something that's going to give me a buzz in one can. I want something that's a little lighter, you know, cool off with and chill while I'm doing the yard work, you know? Yeah. And boom, this beer is really good. So I'm going to say cabin boys, uh, kudos, um, on this beer. Uh, you know, I've had it in the fridge for a little bit, waiting on it, waiting on way not because Ray, Ray said we're going to bring on the podcast and I wanted it to be the first time I had it. So here we are. Yeah. Good job. All right. So I've talked a lot about that. Ray, tell us a little bit about Summerly. What would you rate it? Yeah. So again, this, like I said, this beer just completely reminds me of summer. Um, I tell you, I like the can art on this. It's what's what I'm looking for. It's pretty, right? Um, it doesn't speak to me. I'm a kind of a guy's guy. You know what I mean? And this can art doesn't speak to me as a manly man, uh, but it's it's pretty to look at. Uh, the The whole can has got like this nice light teal or light blue, uh-huh. um, and it's got a really vibrant raspberry right in the middle, kind of smashed, and it has a really pretty green stem, right? And so it's a. Uh, this is going to sound bad, and please, I hope I don't offend anybody. It looks kind of girly, right? Um, which is fine. And, and I mean that in the most respectful way possible. I don't want to sound chauvinistic or sexist. That's not what I want. It's not what I'm going for, but that, it looks to me like it was designed, um, for, for the ladies, for the ladies eyes. Right. Okay. And, uh, and I, I don't mind that. I like it. Like I said, it's pretty, um, but it's not made for a dude that likes ninjas and explosions in a movie. You know what I mean? Cause sure. I like big, bold, bright <laughs> stuff. That's, that's me. And this has those nice light colored palette stuff that it's just pretty to look at. It's not like, oh, I can relate to this on a manly level, but I, as a dad with a daughter, it's like, yeah, this is girly. It's pretty cute. You know what I mean? So I, I like it. Um, also on the can, and, and I realized this, I, I should have read it beforehand. Um, I'm just going to read this verbatim, Mike. Okay. Um, it's a beer with hundreds and hundreds of pounds of fresh raspberries. Can only be considered the perfect beer for summer, right? Right. Beckoning right. for friends, beer gardens, and sunshine 
Summerly will aid in the process of forgetting winter because winter is the absolute worst thing ever. Brewed <laughs> with three different kinds of wheat and two row malt from the good old US of A. This wheat is summer at its finest. And it says this pairs well with friends. Uh, which is funny since you brought up friends earlier. Yeah. And this will speak directly to Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> so I got I gotta say, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was horrible. Oh, well, that's not what it funny. means at all. I, I absolutely so I don't like winter either. Like I know it's necessary. Don't get me wrong. Um, but the worst winter I ever lived in was in Illinois that I remember. Right. Um, we lived in upstate New York when I was a little bitty guy. Uh, my mom and dad, my dad was stationed up there. Um, but uh, I remember there was like a week uh, there in Illinois where it like didn't get above zero for an entire week. And I was like, this is the worst ever. But people that are from there are like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's that. No, I'm ready. I'm ready for summertime, Mike. After this beer, it's like I am ready. You know, we're encroaching spring, which is great. Uh, but no, I'm ready for summer now. So, but I'm going to get to my rating. I would give this uh, an eight out of ten. It's a All delicious right. beer. I enjoy it. Um, it's very different than my normal go-to style, so it's a nice change of pace for me. Um, I've been really into into stouts lately, and whatnot. And, uh, it, oddly enough, I've been getting into sours. Been trying a lot of sours in my travels. Yeah. Um, so random shout out to Two Tides in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, they've they've got this beer, dude, called How Much Cheese Is Too Much Cheese, and it's this chocolate covered strawberry cheesecake lactose sour. Just okay. Mind blowing. Yeah, and uh, I, I brought some of those back for us. We're going to review that in a future episode of the podcast. Um, I'm just saying I'm into sours uh, more than normal. Right, so I'm getting away from my, my normal stuff, you know, branching out a bit. Um, and I'm glad I got this one. So thanks again to Beer Babe Jess for, for turning me onto this beer. Um, I, I've enjoyed it quite a lot. Um, so again, solid eight out of ten for again all the reasons I talked about. But my song pairing for this, Mike, I'm gonna go with Miley Cyrus here. Uh Party in the USA. Cause that's just uh, has become a summertime staple when you're oh, hanging yeah. out with friends, little party, whatnot. And I'm not going to bother singing it because I'm not coming in like a wrecking ball. Not doing that. Oh, dead joke. I know. But that's that's my rating and my song pairing, Mike. What song do you got for us with the going stag from Cabin Boys? So as I was drinking this beer, um, I just so a song popped into my head. And I don't know why, but the song is Billy Joel's "Scenes from an Italian Restaurant." Have you ever oh, heard okay. that? I have. So, you know, in there, uh, somewhere it's uh, cold beer, hot lights, and then the romantic teenage nights or something like that. And that, that lyrics kind of boom hit me. So anyway, I'm going to go with Billy. You know, and Billy Joel is so, I guess, polarizing. There's things, I, I listen to some of the songs, I'm like, yeah. Then I right? hear something that he says or what, you know, something about him. I'm like, uh you know, and then you look at him, you're like, this dude, this dude has lived a fast life and a rough life, man. Yeah. So, I don't know. Did you see the video of him playing that street piano a couple of years ago? I don't believe so. I think I missed out on that one. 
So it's like uh, somebody, you know, somebody was uh, throwing away piano. It was on the street, the side of the street or whatnot. And um, this guy just sits down and starts playing piano. And somebody starts recording on their cell phone. This guy's just like, you know, plunking around, you know, playing it. Then starts playing something else. And it sounds pretty good. Anyway, turns out the guy's Billy Joel. Just walking down the street, sit down at the wow. you know, piano. And it's like, well, let's see it. And he made a comment, you know, like, oh, it's pretty good shape. Needs a tune up or, you know whatever right so yeah that's billy joel for you yeah how about that he's super talented pianist yeah gotta be careful how quickly you say that yes yeah so yeah i mean so you know but i don't know there's some of his songs i'm like yeah you know i really dig that or it really speaks to me but some of some of his other songs and you know some of i don't know it just I don't know, like Piano Man. You know, like sometimes that song is like, I'm just like, yeah. And then other times I'm like, blah. So <laughs> I don't know. But we didn't start the fire as a killer. Is it, didn't he do that? We didn't start the fire. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. 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 Man, I remember when that song came out, I was in, I was wrapping up. No, I was just started junior high. Really? Yeah. I'm going to look this yep. up. So I'm going to say that came out in nine, no, 1990. Start the fire. It was always bad. Okay. So what year do you think it was, came out in? I guess 1990. You're close. It was 89. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. I thought you said you were in junior high. Maybe I was in fifth grade. Yeah. It was either fifth or sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah. So if 89, I would have been in fifth grade. So I was close. September 27th, 1989. Wow. Yeah. Good it's times. A, it's a hit song by American musician Billy Joel. It's a, about headline events between 1949 and uh, 1989. So I guess he so, was born in 1949. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. So I remember, you know, I was still living in California then. I was born in California. My parents moved to Oklahoma when I was a freshman in high school. Uh, but that song was used to help us learn world history. Yeah. Like the song was played and we learned a lot about uh, different events. Uh, and when they unfolded because they were lyrics of the song. Yeah. So, how so it's so funny. That? Yeah. So Billy Joel, scenes from an Italian restaurant came out in 1977. Right, which is a, a big hit for him, and then we didn't start the fire, also a huge hit, nineteen eighty nine. This dude really had like amazing music ten years apart. Yeah. So, how about that? Yeah. So anyway. So, but Mike, you know, we've been rolling for a while here. We should think oh, yeah. about wrapping this uh, one up. You know, I apologize. Let me, yeah, let me, let me provide an overview of the beers. Um, we both had Lost Forties. Have a nice day. Um, from uh, yeah, Lost Forty Brewing there in Little Rock. Um, you gave it an eight. I gave it an eight. Overall, an eight. Um, so that that uh, that scores really well. Um, you paired it with Alabama's "Song of the South," which is a country song, and I paired it with Sarah McLaughlin "Ice." And she has another song called "Ice Cream," and that's not the one I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, just the song called "Ice." Um, then you followed it up with Pollyanna's "Summerly," which is a raspberry wheat ale. Um, you gave it an eight. Um, and you paired it with Miley Cyrus's party in the USA. Then I followed that. I closed that out with cabin boys going stag, a Belgian single beer. 
Uh, I gave it a nine and I'm going to pair it with Billy Joel's scenes from an Italian restaurant. Uh, so overall, I think that um, you do not have very good taste in music, but you have fantastic taste in beer. <laughs> fair, fair enough. <laughs> I, I could deal with that. Nah. So, uh, you know, we gave, we, you know, we gave it, they got overall, it's an eight and eight and a nine. That's fantastic ratings. We, we knew it was going to be a solid lineup, but we didn't know it was going to be this solid. Way to go, dude. Right? Yeah. Did, did this yeah. one worked out well? Yeah. We kick ass. Basically. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll slay all day. That's what we do. Oh, easy there. I, I, I just saw your mute button come on. You okay there? I heard a <laughs> yeah. bit of a cough. No, I was laughing so hard I started coughing. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's it. That's all I got, man. You can take us out. All right, guys. So thank you so much for checking out another amazing episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. We got you three more beers you need to try before you die. And before you take off, be sure to check out all three breweries. You can find out their websites and their social media information in the show notes below where you clicked on the play button for this podcast. Wherever you listen to our podcast, we distribute all over the place. So anyway, while you're doing that, be sure to give us a follow if you're not already on the Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. You can find links in the show notes as well. We certainly love all the interaction that we get from you guys. Uh, we got followers all over the world now, which is great. We get to see all kinds of different beers, and I, and I certainly do love that. And I love when y'all tag us in your posts and let us know what you're drinking as well. Look forward to seeing those every day. So that's all I got. Thank you so much. Please, please, please don't drink and drive, but do drink local. And we will catch y'all on another episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. Adios. Craft Beer Bucket List is partially supported by Red Dirt LLC. Red Dirt is a parks, recreation, and tourism services agency with the goal to provide the tools, information, and leadership to help guide, plan, and market your organization or business. Red Dirt provides media management, photography and videography, research and analysis, and overall management for excursions and experiences for your agency. Visit reddirt.us.